to in URFM's Health and Wellbeing. For our sponsor, Mullen Natural Health Centre, Hamilton. It's a good afternoon to Peter Mullen, Health and Wellbeing, another Tuesday, Peter. Glad to have you back after your holidays too. Thank you, Mark. What did you get up to? Fishing. Another fishing trip. Big surprise. <laughs> Got lots of, lots of fish, all catch and release. Okay. So, so it's look, very exciting. So Over that means you failed. That means you failed. 190 bar- barramundi in four days between three of us. You did not bring any of that in for us to eat today, No, we did, did eat some of it while we were up there, but the rest we let go to... To, to be there for next time. You'll, you'll catch another day. You'll catch their kitties next time around. <laughs> Look, this time you're back uh, with a very interesting and insightful topic for folks today. It's the beauty of healthy ageing. What, what's that about, Peter? Well, I guess we, you know, in the age of Botox, facelifts, all these plastic surgery shows on TV where, you know, if people aren't happy with the way they look or with how they're ageing, they can just go and get something done about it from one day to the next. You know, there is a lot to be said really for um, ageing naturally. Um, you know, many people think of aging aging gracefully as just letting go, but you know, it actually takes a fair amount of re- commitment and um, effort to age. Because the whole point of aging naturally is that you age well, not just from an appearance point of view, but mm. you can stay, you know, productive and and mentally on top of things right to the day you die. So that's what I'm talking about with aging or, or naturally. I reckon that might be one way, Peter, to age you know of aging naturally having those nice holidays so i think we'd scrap the program have some nice stress-free holidays what do you think i think that's um a really good tip you have got a couple of uh, big tips though uh, to sort of set the ball in, mo- in rolling f- motion for this uh it's all about goal setting to start with isn't it well look i think it starts with a bit of a vision or a plan like like so many things in life you know happen but happen haphazardly and health's one of those things that we really do need to to think of our health as not just as we're getting older but just generally you know what we can do on a regular basis like it's the 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 things you do on a daily basis it's like a a maths equation you know it's it's the things you do on a daily basis over basis over the length of time that you do them will give you the good results with your health long term so having a bit of an idea in your head and for a lot of people being aging aging gracefully or aging healthfully as i said is you know being 95 still with your marbles and your mobility go to bed one night not wake up the next day so that's the goal uh, you, you've just healthy as we can the perfect option right there that's for sure <laughs> healthy as we can for as long as we can so it, it really aging gracefully aging well really starts with your mindset and having having an idea about what you expect or what you'd like to achieve with your health long term um one of the big secrets too i, I know you, you're big on is antioxidants so can you take us through that process what, what what do we want to get in there yeah look absolutely and you know when 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 we think about aging like oxidative stress is one of the major reasons why our body ages so that's why our skin at you know, 30 might not be exactly the same as our skin at 20, is that this process of oxidative stress happens as part of our normal metabolic process. Um, As we age, our internal or endogenous antioxidant protection systems don't work quite as well as they did when we were younger. So hence we start to see the cracks literally maybe starting, (laughs) not you and I again, but, you know, literally starting to occur. So there's certain... um, So the body has its own internal amazing antioxidant protection system you know we make compounds such as glutathione um, but there's also um, some extra help we can give the body in the form of taking foods or eating foods that are high in antioxidants so one of my favorite and one of the most well-researched antioxidants is um resveratrol now resveratrol, this comes up a lot doesn't it yeah it really does yeah and it's um found in red grapes 
So hence the theory that, you know, a couple of glasses of red wine, and I'll get to that a little bit later on, but hence the, the theory that, you know, red wine is good for us because of this high antioxidant um, level. But um, resveratrol actually is, is, you know, as I said, a lot of research. Blueberries, um, different herbs, but um, it actually helps to protect our cells from... From, from free radical damage. So we hear that a lot too. That's a term that's banded around a lot. So what are these free radicals and what damage are they doing? Well, free radicals, if you imagine two twins and one of the, tins, one of the twins smokes. So in cigarettes, in 10 years' time, you know, one twin will look, you know, maybe five or 10 years older than the other twin. The reason they look older is that cigarettes contain a lot of, a lot of compounds that are called, they're called free radicals or unstable molecules. So what they do is they go around stealing electrons off other atoms. So that you know, like that cartoon of the Tasmanian Devil. You remember yeah, that cartoon? Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes around takes chunks off the furniture and the TV. So free radicals are like that. They go around taking chunks out of other cell, other atoms and molecules and causing cell damage. Um, so antioxidants come along and they donate an electron. So they give that Tasmanian tiger big packet of electrons and it just all calms down as all or, nice or a again. chill or a chill pill a chill pill <laughs> chill pill exactly it so um yes yeah, so a resveratrol curcumin you know turmeric curcumin yeah, is the main constitution mm. constitute of constituent rather of turmeric that's had a lot of research done about anti-inflammatory and detoxification but turmeric um also has a, a an antioxidant protection as well so, you know, hence the more turmeric we can have in our diet, you can have a turmeric latte. Next time you're out with your friends having a and they're having coffee, you can have yeah. a turmeric latte on almond milk. Can we maybe do that in hot chocolate for those who don't like coffee? <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing Actually, yet? Well, actually, that would t- taste kind of funky, wouldn't it? Like a turmeric hot chocolate. Um, in a weird, a weird, weird Jaffa flavour. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. So turmeric, adding plenty of turmeric to your cooking, obviously. Um, quercetin. Quercetin is a potent bioflavonoid, um, and it's in a, it's in a lot of your um, uh, citric fruit, like oranges and lemons contain quercetin. And um, quercetin is an awesome um, antioxidant, but it's a very good um, anti-inflammatory for blood vessels and good for um, sinus and hay fever as well. Oh, making a note of that. Um, so yeah, so and and you know, one of the reasons that we eat need to eat like a lot of like why i believe um that our diet should be a higher plant-based diet is that a lot of our fruits and vegetables and you know salad foods are naturally high in these naturally occurring um antioxidants as well so another reason why we should be really plugging the plant-based diet now peter you've uh, got some got a hold of some research that suggests there are uh, a couple of places in the world where people are living longer and uh, they're called the blue zones. So, firstly, whereabouts are these blue zones, and what what what's so special about them? Well, look, it's, it's, it was an interesting um, research project um, by a fellow called Dan Butner, and he travelled the world. I think it was with the National Geographic as well in tow, and they looked at um, pockets in the world where they'd heard stories of people regularly living to their nineties and and above 100 but not just getting to be above 100 there's no point being above 100 if you're in a nursing home and you don't recognize your family and you sure. can't look after yourself so these are um, people in their 90s and their 100s that are still actively living life still you know working walking you know spending so, time with their family so what are some of the key uh things that are happening in those societies that that we should be taking notice of well look it was it was it was kind of fascinating so the the five spots in the world are 
Did you have that written down or did I have that written down? Peter, it's in your notes. Come on. <laughs> All right, so the Italian, the Italian Isle of Sardinia. Ah, oh, Sardinia. So there's some interesting um, Okinawa in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is an interesting one. A city or a town called Loma Linda in California. Now, I would have thought that being in the US, that, that there's no way they're going to be up there, but there's something a bit different about this particular area. Well, the Loma Linda is a, a seven-day Adventist town. Okay. So very much into the sort of eating that you talk about on your program a lot. Yeah, yeah. And they've come, and the Costa Rica's isolated in the Coya Peninsula and um, Icaria, if I'm saying that properly, an isolated Greek island. So what they found, so they, they went to these places and they found these pockets of people living into their 90s and um, older and they came across nine themes across the board with these top places. So these are the things that are generally these places have in common with in each common. other. In common, yep, yep. So number one was um, move naturally. So, so these people what is that exact Is that like walking and running instead of hopping in a car? Yeah, walking, um, gardening, doing housework, um, being physically active is a core part of the Blue Zones lifestyle. Now, interestingly, these people get their activity from their lifestyle. You know, our crazy Western world, we sit on our backside all day and then have to go to the gym. We sort of make it up at night. We yeah. have to make it up at night to specifically do it, but, you know, it's active, moving naturally. Number two, this is a really interesting one, is um, purpose. Okay, so as in having a purpose, a reason having to get up purpose, in the morning? purpose. Knowing why you wake up in the morning makes you healthier and happier. And that's the thing that I think we've lost a bit of in our Western world. Like, is our purpose to pay off our mortgage? Is our purpose to work hard until we retire? You know, sometimes it's thinking, having a purpose bigger than ourselves for why we need to get up and, you know, it might be getting up to, to you know, look after your children or whatever. But just spending time thinking about what your purpose um, and that was really a consistent theme across these cultures. Downshift, so stress is a part of life, um, but Blue Zone centenarians have stress-relieving rituals bit into their daily routines. So um, Adventists, so things like prayer, um, uh, activity, like exercise, movement, um, you know, different rituals that they might do meditation. Um, in Sardinia, um, it's like having a snooze after lunch during the daytime. So factors in their day that they do to regularly de-stress. Okay. Again, stress is such a big thing, isn't it? So if you can sort of go the other way on that, that's going to help. Yeah. Mm. Um, number five, are we up to five? Yep. Yep. So number five is plant slant. You know, beans seem to be the cornerstones of most of the centenarian diets. So that's interesting, more of a vegetarian-based diet. It's vegetables, fruits, whole grains round out the rest of the diet. And um, meat and eaten, meat is eaten in very small quantities, which is kind of interesting when you think about diets like the Atkins diet and the paleo diet that's all the flavour of the mm. month at the moment, which are higher meat-based, you know, adequate meat, but more of a meat-based. I guess is the idea of those to get your protein up, and that's a, a fairly easy way to do it. So if you if they're finding other ways to it's do that, actually, is that a way it's to actually it? interesting when you calculate how much protein we need to eat in the day. It's not as much as what sort of a lot of people sort of expect. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, so we might even talk about that on another show. How you can actually calculate what how much proteins. Now, number six, you'll like this one is um, moderate but regular consumption of wine. Now, I know I've banged on the show before about how bad alcohol is for you, but they found that wine, red wine particularly, did seem to be right across the board part of the Blue Zone lifestyle. There you go. Red, not white. Yeah, with the resveratrol, obviously, in yeah. it as well. 
Um, and but wine, I think not as in um, you know having a wine at home, but wine when you're communing with your family, when you're having dinner, when you're at celebration, is like as part of the celebration. It's not sort of going home from a stressful day at work and having and having a full bottle to yourself, that no, sort of thing. No, no. In the context of everything else that we've been speaking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven belonging. Um, being part of a faith-based community, they're saying adds four to fourteen years to your life expectancy. Okay. So again, purpose, faith, like being belonging, being part of something, um, and that doesn't have to be a traditional church sense, but like it's your sense of tribe, community. You know, All who belongs belonging. to you? Who yeah. do you belong to? Like how important that is. Mm-hmm. Um, loved ones first, having close and strong family connections with spouses, parents, grandparents, grandchildren, is very common across the blue zones. Um, and I've sort of commented on this, but right tribe, the world's longest lived people have close friends and strong social networks. So interesting, like the yeah, diets in there, movements in there, you know, um, but a lot of this stuff is around your mental and emotional well-being, your support, your belonging, your purpose. So interesting, isn't a it? Sense of purpose and belonging, get your diet right and make sure you're up and about and moving. That's, that'll get you into the blue zone even if you're not living in one. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Peter, uh, something we could all uh, love to do, obviously, as we move through our years. You've got a, a bit of a summary, though, some of the main points for us to do this and do it well. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as we've been saying, the, the information or the these concepts came from a guy called Dan Butner, wrote a book called The Blue Zones, and, um, you know, it struck up, struck up a, lot of info, like, um, a lot of interest around the world for looking at consistent themes. So, summing those themes up, Number one would be move naturally, and that is, you know, have more active lifestyles. You know, if weekend comes, get your partner and go down to Warner's Bay somewhere and go for a walk and then maybe go and have breakfast somewhere. But don't just, like, go for breakfast, mm-hmm. go for a walk and then have breakfast or go for a walk with your kids and then go and, you know, do something. So just, just incrementally... In adding more activity in. As it doesn't really take a lot to add a, a little bit in. You know, 10, min- 10 or 15 minutes here or there, we can all do, can't we? Absolutely. Even, you know, coming up the stairs here at, to when you are, run, mm. up, run up the stairs. Okay. And give that a go. Maybe run down the stairs, Peter. So, Maybe. move. <laughs> my, my, you know my personal favourite? And What's this that? gets me all the time. We go, we go to a big shopping centre. We accept that we're going to walk from one end to the other because that's where the stores are. Can't yes. change that. Yes. But we must have the park right out the front. Absolutely. So why Which not is crazy, isn't it? it? Is. Like, why yeah. not park to the furthest end of the shopping centre mm. and add that bit of... And yet the time we spend getting that closer park, we could have parked out there <laughs> in the booty somewhere <laughs> and done the walk-in. We'd already be in at the first store. Uh, that's so true. Am I the only one that does this? No, I think, mm. you're, I think, I think we're, we're, all, we're all up there fighting for that park outside <laughs> the front. Um, so move naturally is number one. Move to right tribe. So being around, you know, people that you... Um, belong to and people that belong to you I think finding finding people that support and really care about your outcomes um, right outlook I think that's critical this day and age that we do have a, a positive outlook and we're you know really being aware again of who we're surrounding ourselves with and you know the one from a naturopathic point of view that we always come back to is um, you know eat wisely mm. and e- eating wisely these days can be tricky because there's a lot of information out there that says that you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And I always say at the end of the day, you've got to come back to 
try things on. It's like trying a, a, a coat on. You know, you're going to try quite a few coats on before you find one that just fits you perfectly. So diet's a bit like that too. And by trying different coats on, you don't mean a different fast food option every night. <laughs> I would no, imagine. That's, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's a wrong size. That's a wrong uh, fitting jacket. Absolutely. Yeah. But my, my tips, my from my experience, my tips are that we should all have a more of a plant-based diet. We should come to embrace that concept that, you know, Fruits, vegetables and salad items should form the basis. The closer we head down that road, obviously there's going to be times where we want something else, but if we stick in that, we'll be okay. Yeah, and look, I, I like the 80-20 rule. 80-20, if you're on track 80% of the time, you're going to cope okay with the 20% is still a lot of leeway. But for a lot of people, you've got to get yourself well first and then maintain with an 80-20. You know, a lot of people will say to me, oh, but a little bit of everything in moderation. I say, well, not really. 50-50... Mm. Is going to give you a pretty poor health outcome. You've got to go for eighty twenty. So some tips around, you know, eating well. So high plant based diet, smaller smaller amounts of really good quality animal protein. If you're going to include those in your diet as well, high quality fats and oils, nuts and seeds, and you know some carbohydrates. You know, I'm I'm a fan of you know organic brown rice or quinoa. Like I don't think we have to cut all of those carbs and grains out if that's something that seems to work well for us. So once you've worked out your, what the ideal diet for you, organisation's the key. You know, get your, get your food from the local farmer's markets where possible for the freshest outcomes. We've talked about um, organic fruit and veg before. Um, you know, we'll often weekends use Sunday particularly to cook up a couple of things for the week ahead. I think Dana made chicken stock on Sunday and made chicken soup that we'll have through the week. Um, so cook, have a couple of things up. Organisation seems to be the key. You know, come Wednesday, if it's lunchtime and you've got nothing organised, you're more likely to stray and go to one of those other places, other places. that we can't mention. <laughs> go to the dark side. The dark side. Peter, some great advice there. Um, thank you for giving us uh, that so we will all be able to age healthily and beautifully as well. A um, couple of talks coming up. Uh, one tonight, only a few places left, so limited seating for this one. It's your cancer talk. Yeah, David doing, is doing a talk just in office tonight um, just to support people that may be going through that journey with cancer. Um, and this is support, supporting, helping people that are going through chemo and um, radiation, you know, how natural medicine can really help support these sort of processes rather than um, it has to be one or the other. And the topic that David spoke on last week with us is a thyroid and that talk's coming up Tuesday, May the 8th. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I think I'm actually doing that talk this year and um, thyroid is a really exciting area of health and there's lots of versions about what's healthy so if anyone's interested that's a great talk and to you've got a, to. And, and you've got a guest coming up later in the month too yeah and May. i think i think lee actually might be coming onto the radio i think you and i might be interviewing her you ask me as if i'm the one that knows this information <laughs> this comes this information comes from your office peter uh, uh, yeah so lee's coming up and you she's, should be telling me <laughs> she's going to be doing um a great talk on um supercharge your gut so she's an author, has written a book and um, a lot of great information about gut health. So we're really excited to, to be involved with her again this year. Wonderful. And uh, finally, next week on the radio, radio Peter, uh, all about meditation. So yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, very much so. And just uh, some really simple techniques for people that, you know, might think that meditation... Can we do a meditation on air or not really? We'll, we'll discuss that, Peter. <laughs> Lots of great things to look for. You've got a week to plan all this. Uh, oh, that's great. We'll be back to talk next week. Thanks, Peter. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, 
well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.